Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm Eric. And you are due for a sharpening. I have an immediate addendum yeah. for this immediate. one. What? Immediate. immediate. That's um, never good. Well, ta- no, <laughs> talking about the uh, drinks on the bench, it was after we had that discussion that somebody gave me this Finnish long drink. Has anyone heard of this? Which, by the way, is like one oh. of the funniest names for anything ever. Because it's just <laughs> like one of those lost in translations like, yeah, I know some English words. Yeah. Finish long drink. Long drink. <laughs> yeah. So this is like a, uh, it, it's supposed to have gin based in it. Really? Whatever gin base is. But I fucking <laughs> deplore gin. Can't stand it. Yeah. And this is great. So therefore, there is no gin in it. And the can is lying. It's, it's kind of like long drink. It doesn't understand what it means. <laughs> it just puts gin in there for no reason. But this so because stuff is you great. like it, therefore there cannot possibly be. They are a new sponsor, correct? Finish long Fubo, drink. Fubo long drink, right? Sponsored by Finish Fubo long. for a sharpening. <laughs> you are due for a long drink. Finish, so finished for a <laughs> it's like Fresca, but it's got five degrees of alcohol separation. I mean, content. It's got five <laughs> miles an hour All right. of five kilometers per can We're off of alcohol. To a good finish. Finish. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> it's not there. <laughs> Just leave it alone. It wasn't there. No. It wasn't there at all. So, so yeah, speaking of I, not being I want there. people to, to try this shit. It's really good. Doesn't have that same, like, candy mixed with hairspray tang that uh mm. seltzers have you know so if you're kind of in between the sludgy super high content beers and you know wimpy seltzers seltzers then try finish long drink and we will be sponsored by them we will but that's eventually. if you're on the bench playing hockey right but um yeah, I had a great transition there and fucking ruined it. But Well, we can start all uh, over again. Here, let me start over. I have an immediate addendum. <laughs> no, not that. Whatever. To the Finnish long drink addendum. Something about things not being there. So, you know what else isn't there? Hockey for a week. Week-long hockey drought. Yeah, it's terrible what they've done it to is, us. It's terrible. And so, in its stead is the All-Star weekend. Which is got to be in, I didn't check, but it's either in Nashville, Florida. It's in another part of Florida. It's in Vegas. (laughs) Or it's like start that, that those five places over and just do it again. Because I swear to God, it's always in the same place. Yeah. It's in uh, Sunshine, South Florida. Thank you. Yeah. Sunrise. Sure. Is that where the the Panthers play? Sunrise, Florida. Yeah. So they're doing that there. They, this new format, you know, I, I've, I haven't watched it in so long. I did think it was a good idea when they um, went, went to like the three on three tournament. Yeah, that was cool. 
It was that for so like one, two years? Yeah, Did they so do it that has anymore? been a while since you've seen it. Because last year it was an absolute circus. But like very, very little hockey was actually played. Yeah. Well, what would they do instead of having a three-on-three tournament? Well, first of all, let me just start here. They had two outdoor non-skate events. So not hockey. Yes. One of them, it was... Ice and blades are definitely needed for hockey. It was... So the first, it was like they were out in some, I don't know, neighborhood where, you know, the basketball hoop would have chains on it or like be a milk crate instead of an actual basketball hoop because there was just like fencing everywhere and from it they were hanging giant playing cards because they were in Vegas and they were using those playing cards to... Hit with pucks to make a royal flush. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. That's it. Gambling. Yeah. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Yep. Oh the my God. Was like standing on stupid uh, platforms in a fountain and shooting pucks to other platforms in a fountain. Well, as the saying goes, I'm glad that one stayed in Vegas. Because I didn't see that (laughs) shit. But they ultimately, it's like, how many times can you do some weak-ass shootout competition? It's like Evan was saying earlier, it's the dunk competition in in basketball. And the shootout thing got so bad to where the point was like, oh, if he puts like a sombrero on (laughs) and some green sunglasses and a cape and then goes and just does like a move. In Mm. fact... When they got when they stopped doing that in the skills comp, that's when NHLers started coming out with actual goals that uh, would actually give ratings like a boost, you know. So the Zegras stuff and the Michigan, right. but ultimately those aren't fun unless you're actually playing the game. So it comes down to the All Star Weekend. I don't know, just fucking just play hockey. Name them All Stars and then give them a week off or something. Right. <laughs> You know, because do, do the players really want to, if you have a wife and kids and like a banged up hip flexor and right. you don't want to be doing that shit. And then they suspend you if you right, skip it. Right, they suspend you if you skip it, like Ovi, that yeah. one of your. Well, Datsuk and Lidstrom too. The, yeah. the only, the only uh, suspensions they had their entire careers was because they were fucking old and they opted out of that. And they're like, well, you, you're t- there's hockey in Arizona and I can't stay home. Right. <laughs> For the all-star break, you got your shit back ass words. Yeah. But I do like that. I, I did see that they're going with like a reverse retro yeah. theme and they have the old, you know, Gretzky Messier year where it's like black and then neon colors, neon black, which is the thing. They did that a That's few the, years the, ago too. The 34th team in the NHL is going to be neon black. Yeah. Great jerseys. Yeah, so okay jerseys this year. And then the other problem with, I don't know if it's a problem, it's an opinion show. Fuck off. With All-Star Game is that you have teams that are just light years better than other teams. Yet, everybody gets one player. So it's like the participation trophy Mm -hmm. type thing. As a fan, you get to see one player. Great. You know? So, I don't know. I think Nathan McKinnon said it like last year. It's like, we have nine guys that should be on the all-star team. Yeah, no kidding. Yet you have to post-script vote, like, the second and third guy in. I don't know. I think it it used to be different. They didn't have that 
where um, everybody got to go. You'd have a lot of teams that would send five guys to it. You know, yeah. Cause that's, that's justified. I think. Well, I think the other part that I really don't like is the fact that they have like groups for what event you partake in. So right. Only a handful of guys do the shootout. Only a handful of guys do the outdoor thing that they did. And, you know, you're looking forward to seeing your favorite player do this specific thing. It's like, nope, not going to happen. Sorry. Right. He's in the passing through hoops. Yeah, right. Segment through instead flaming. of the fastest skater or, you know, best bare knuckle boxer. You know, <laughs> who's got that. the nicest chest muscles. They should just do best fights. Best fighter. There you yeah. go. <laughs> and none yeah. of them will be all-stars. <laughs> right, exactly. There's, there's like three people that even fight anymore. Right. Yeah. But the the battle royale. I think the hardest shot is still interesting, but they could yeah. do that not on TV and just throw it online and I'd be like, oh, okay. That could be the hardest <laughs> yeah, right. shot. Right, I don't need to watch it. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> like like uh, Bobby Hall. Yeah. Yep. But <laughs> Bobby Hall slipping off his but. mortal coil. So we all know Bobby Hall was great hockey player and you know Eric and I have a a stick of his mm -hmm. it's interesting because I don't know if it was game used but, he used but he certainly taped it and had it filed down on the handle and you know for being like a guy who was apparently only rivaled by Tim Horton back in the day for his size I mean yeah. I'm 5'8 and his stick comes up to like here on me it's <laughs> fucking tiny but it has a blade that's this long this tall and it's just an it they don't care when they say banana curve it's an absolute yeah. monster of a curve so for those of you listening at home he he was quite holding his hands out like a large don't, fish don't because this, this is an this. audio medium this is here secret that we are listening at this is top secret. so it's <laughs> all right it was big put it that way yeah. it was bigger than you'd think it wouldn't you know pass the uh the test these days i wouldn't think so there's a lot of history that, you know, uh, goalies wearing masks is kind of a direct byproduct of players like Bobby Hall and Stan Makita, his um, yeah, using teammate those at crazy the time, curves. using those curves. So goalies, fuck that, man. I'm not stepping in front of that stuff. So they wear masks now. And he won a scoring title or three and what won a cup, two cups. So yeah. A lot came from just scaring the shit out of goaltenders, scaring them right. into wearing more equipment. But he he was responsible for more black eyes than just the ones that he gave opposing goalies. Um, he was uh, our stance on Bobby Hall is probably everyone else's stance. Yeah. Everyone else whose opinion matters. <laughs> <laughs> He was an asshole. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him. Even his kids thought that. So, yeah. So he's dead. <laughs> and uh, today we have a very special episode. Be not because of Bobby Hall's death, but in spite of it. Transitions. <laughs> yeah. How's that for a transit? Yeah. That's some edge work right there. <laughs> banana curved edge work. Oh, man. That is bananas. It sure is. So we have a very special guest today on Do For Sharpening. He is a uh, forward for the Carolina Hurricanes sled hockey team. 
and he is a PA announcer for the Junior Hurricanes of the USPHL. Joining us today, very proud to have him, we have Tyler Jacoby. How's it going, guys? Tyler. Good. How are you doing? Doing great. Us too. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Anytime. You know Anytime. What? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I don't know. We got to talking, or you hit us up actually on Instagram first, um, which we were very thankful for. Uh, and it did spark a lot of curiosity um, just because, I, unfortunately, we don't know a lot about sled hockey. So it's really cool to have you here and just kind of, you know, enlighten us. It's an aspect of the game that I think we needs more light upon it. Yeah, especially being uh, available on TV and the Olympics and stuff. Right. You know, people, people mm-hmm. watch more of this. Right. So um, you play for the Carolina Hurricanes sled hockey team. I do. Now, is that affiliated with the NHL team in any way? Somewhat. So uh, there's a lot, there, there are a lot of teams out there that are affiliated with uh, NHL teams. If they're affiliated, if other team, if you're like slightly affiliated with the Hurricanes and other teams are slightly affiliated, are is that who you guys play normally? Like, how is your league set up? So yeah, our our team we're actually not in a league, but there are there are leagues out there. Um, there's like there's a I think it's just called like the Midwest League. So there's like some teams from Ohio, uh, Tennessee. There's a there's a Nashville team that plays in that league. Um, there's so there's a there's an Indiana team. I think actually we we used to be in a league before we. So there there used to only be one team in one sled team in Raleigh, um, mm. and then we split into two. So there's still there's a Southeast sled hockey league that the other team in Raleigh plays with. Or plays in so there's a couple teams in florida there's a tampa there's the tampa bay lightning and then space coast blast and then uh i'm not actually sure who's part of that league anymore but uh it's been a, it's been a couple of years but okay when i look it up the two top hits for sled hockey leagues were the northeast and the southeast yeah so you mentioned the the southeast sled hockey league so um well that's cool man that it you know, that, that, I mean, that just shows like expansion and growth that if you guys are, you know, there's, there's more people on a team or you split into two teams and everything. And, um, it's cool that the NHL has affiliations with this. So when you, yeah. when you play, so like, who do you play against then? Do, do they travel in or do you guys share, share the rink that you're at? So, yeah, we, we, um, kind of go up and down the East coast. For tournaments except so we like we play in ohio a lot played in new york uh, new jersey pennsylvania went to, uh, went to philadelphia and then actually our our last tournament was in uh like anaheim really the, oh that is so cool for the nhl slide classic so we played against the um the tampa bay lightning we played against the uh avalanche and then the um capitals so yeah this the slide classic is just all like teams that are affiliated with NHL teams because there's, wow. there's a bunch, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of teams that are not affiliated with NHL teams, but there's a bunch of them that are. So that's that tournament kind of is in a different city every year. Wow. That's, wow, really that's cool. huge. So. Yeah. So like for me, for example, every team I've played on are not affiliated with 
NHL team. <laughs> so I, I, I feel all the teams out there that are also not affiliated. You got to buy your own jerseys and they don't have your name on them. You know, I'm, I don't know if I'd put my name out there anyway, but uh, that's uh man. That's some eye opening stuff to travel all over the place. And do you, do you have a favorite tournament, like a, a favorite place you've ever traveled to play? Ooh, um, I don't know. I've been all over the place, but I guess, um, we go to the same tournament in Minnesota every year, the Hendrickson Foundation Tournament. Okay, which is uh, I just I like that one a lot. If I had to, if I had to pick a favorite, it'd probably be that one. What uh, what rink do you guys play in? Because I currently live in Minnesota. Yeah, in um, Blaine, I think in the. Oh, okay, the super rink. The, yeah, the super rink. Yeah. Yeah, that that place is crazy. Yeah, was it like eight rinks? I think. Yeah, I think so. Six or wow. eight. Wow, something crazy. Yeah. Like I work at a rink and I can't imagine managing even half of that. That's crazy. <laughs> I think you'd have some uh, some coworkers there, Eric. Oh yeah, <laughs> for that one, I had better. <laughs> the guy's running it himself. That's when you get a, a good nickname like whiskey or something like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> or it's like uh, that deal when you when you get detention and you write on the chalkboard with the multiple chalks so it goes faster. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, you're just driving right. like multiple Zambonis at the same time. Somehow every arm and leg is controlling a different one. Yeah, I don't know if the quality of the ice would be probably wanting a little bit. Uh, you probably wouldn't have any boards left after a day or two. <laughs> but enough about our multiple Zamboni right. fantasy. Yeah. That was great. So, mm-hmm. um, so rather than playing uh, like a season points format with playoffs it's it's more of a tournament based stuff huh so who like you got a big team out there that's the perennially like the the big bad team there's a few actually um like the avalanche right right now ah figures right yeah yeah the last the one in california we played at yeah the one that we played in california um we played them in the first game and we wanted to shoot out and then they came back and beat us in the last game i think like six two so oh well beating was, the, the big bad one. team and the shootout's good though well that, that's killer man like so how are your teams set up like how many people on a team you know you guys have practiced you practice with lines yeah so we i think like our our organization is i think around 50 players um, between we have two youth teams and an adult team, which is okay. I play on the adult team, and it really depends, like per tournament, like who's able to go. Okay. But so yeah, we usually have like ten skaters and a goalie. Okay. Like two like two two full lines. Nice. Like when we travel. Yeah, it's perfect. You don't want more than that, then you don't get any ice yeah. time. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's always my beef with it. <laughs> So like one of my questions is like, so you're um obviously if you got two lines, no one's really like hopping the boards to get off onto the bench and things like that. So I would assume, do you move your bench onto the ice? Yeah. So most drinks, um, yeah, you just line up like you're, you line up your backing against the boards basically. Okay. Um, but then there's, there's some rinks that like, instead of like where the, like where the benches are, instead of the boards, there's just like plexiglass. And okay. then they have like synthetic ice so you can like skate in and out. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, oh, that's nice. really cool. Okay. Yeah. 
Damn, I should get my boss to get that shit. I know. Yeah, I, I would love to see that up here. Yeah, you, I mean, you don't see that very often, but those, so those are that's really cool when they when you go to the rink and you see that. Yeah. You get to. So, how would you describe yourself as a player? If you've got goal scorers, playmakers, two way forwards, are you are you dirty? Do you fuck people up? Are you an enforcer? Do you get a lot of penalties? <laughs> You're Brad Marchand. You piss a bunch of people off and make them <laughs> right. take penalties. Yeah. Do you lick people in the face? <laughs> no, none, of, none of that. Uh, yeah. Good. I guess I'd say I'm a, uh, I'm lined up on the wing for faceoffs, but then I usually like to hang back and defend. Okay. A lot. So, so do you more play center then if you're kind of hanging with the D? You're just a defensively responsible forward. Right. Yeah, yeah probably I hear that. Something like that. I mean, I <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of really fast guys on my on on our team. It's always nice to have. Yeah. But you guys yeah. um an average shift length when you re- when you're really pushing it, when you're really dogging it, like how long do you last before you want to change? Probably around a minute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Same I'd say it's same across the board. I would not be able to last a minute doing that. I when I was <laughs> like ten we actually played a sled hockey game against an actual sled hockey team. And we got our fucking asses kicked. Like we got, <laughs> it was probably like 12 to nothing. I don't think we scored a single goal. I was out of breath the whole time. Like you guys are serious athletes. It's insane how hard that was. Thank you. Hell yeah. I bet. Not to mention your stick handling and shooting with both hands. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, you're a lefty and a righty. When you should, <laughs> so are do you find that you have sort of uh, an ambidextrous ability to shoot and pass, or do you prefer a hand when you can go to it? I'm much more of a lefty. I'd, okay. I'd say. Okay. So speaking of sticks, um, you know, Eric and I are we're huge gearheads when it comes to hockey equipment, and um, there's a hierarchy when it comes to gear of like interest, unless you're just really weird and you're like, yeah, man, I just sit and talk about elbow pads. Yeah. Hours. But what kind uh, of jock strap do you have? Yeah, man. So there's like, <laughs> I would say, what well, what is it? It's like sticks, skates, gloves, helmet about right there. And then the rest is all kind of just minutia that gets lost in the wash. So, um stick wise like do you have a stick preference do you have a stick company preference yeah there are a lot of there aren't there aren't really a whole lot of companies that make sled sticks i know warrior does yeah you see a lot of you see most most players just use warrior i'm not even sure i'm not even sure what brand mine are to be honest because they're they're like custom made mine have our logo on them oh that's that's cool cool. yeah i don't know where they came from but they're they're really cool. They're carbon fiber. Sweet. Yeah, Eric, I think you're rocking a, a warrior still these days, aren't you, Eric? Yep. Still running strong. Really yeah. hope I don't need a new one anytime soon. Oh, there's so many good ones out there for you, though. Yeah, but I I can't afford that shit. That's the other part of my just sitting there searching online for, like, sticks that other people can. <laughs> in fact, the, yeah, there you I, go. Uh, that's, that's, like, the one of the it's for as far as reputations go i mean it's not one of the worst ones is the guy who can find you like a cheap twig online but right now i have like three different guys who are asking me to find them 
a stick in certain specs and it's not it's the specs aren't so much it's the price and it's like God, yeah you're just a slight bit under but i'm i'm that guy for skates yeah you, you got i've found a lot there. of cheap skates on sideline swap before <laughs> <laughs> that's it we're done (laughs) yeah that's like the one millionth customer we we don't have to go anymore but we will yeah keep going we sure will yeah so you've been playing for what did you say 13 years yeah i started in uh 2011 i think so maybe 12 years 13 or so well first of all are, are the hurricanes your team that you root for you watch nhl hockey do you do you go for the canes or do you like somebody else yeah i've i mean i've i've grown up watching the canes or maybe my second would be uh the preds because i have a lot of friends from nashville because i i played with them before we started a team here okay oh, cool yeah it's an interesting mix of uh favorite teams so you like the the hurricanes then um was that something that you've always enjoyed and that that's what made you want to get into to playing hockey uh yeah, it was during the 06 playoffs. Um, my parents took me to a lot of games, and I just I. Oh man, that'll do it. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where it started. And I, <laughs> I wasn't. I, I yeah. I told him. I told him like I'm gonna play like those guys one day, but I mean I'm not able to play stand up. So it took a couple of years, but they figured it out. I got my first sled, and then it was, it was just me for like a couple of years, and then. Actually, before before the Preds, my first tournament was in 2011, and I played with a team from like Miami, and came in second place in that tournament. And then yeah, for the next several years, I played with the Preds, the Sled Preds, and then we were able to get enough players to get a team going over here. That had to be exciting to know to like watch that actually come to fruition. Oh, yeah. Want to have where you don't have to travel as much and everything. But yeah, dude, going to going going to uh, not only playoff games but playoff games during a run that eventually ends in hoisting the Stanley Cup. I mean, that's some that's some cool stuff. Those were really interesting times. You had uh, you were, it was just what post lockout. Yeah, you know, so the game was really different, right? That's when they started calling hooks and trip. Well, it was hooks and holding, hooking and holding were yeah. called. A record amount. Yeah, and interference. We're called a record freaking amount that year. And it looked like a completely different game. But when you go back and watch that now, it's still like it's a lot more physically hardcore than today's game because the guys who were playing it were just from sort of that old guard, you know. But you had those runs where like an eighth seed team made it to the finals and they were all the Canadian teams that never really win which i'm not even sure oh so what like 2004 calgary lost in seven games to tampa bay right i think they were like a bit of an underseeded team and then you guys in 06 beat edmonton and then didn't ottawa lose the next year yeah to anaheim yeah and then they all disappeared ever since except Mm -hmm. for i guess montreal losing to uh who the hell did montreal lose to was that was that COVID? They lost to Tampa Bay because otherwise those two teams wouldn't be in the so. final yeah. together. That's yeah. why it was it was yeah. the whole COVID thing. Yeah, so that was interesting. But anyway, so um, who did you have some favorite players during that 
that batch where you had uh, Ron Francis and Rob Brindamore and uh, a young Eric Stahl and Eric Cole, Cam Ward. I honestly don't. I was like three at the okay, time. Okay, I was going to ask how old you <laughs> were at this okay. time. <laughs> well, he's rifling that, off but, uh, players. <laughs> well, at least it had a lasting enough impression. So that's what yeah. that's what matters. You weren't watching Puck at three. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> or remembering their names at three. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm glad that it made you want to play. And we're part of where you are today. So that's excellent. So when you said that you played for the Preds for the, that span of a few years, were you still living in Raleigh? Yeah. So did you commute like every practice or how did that uh, work? I, I never actually, I never practiced with them. So you'd like meet up for tournaments probably. Yeah, I would practice here in Raleigh with because there were a few guys that would also that would come with me to tournaments and stuff that were like around here okay um, so you were their secret weapon all of a sudden they you know you'd show <laughs> up and the other team would be like ah fuck we're this this isn't gonna go very well well that's why they made the team or they built the team around you right so when you actually had the team in Raleigh that was the point so that's the next question I had was um are the guys that play on your team now, are they all local? Yeah, they're all in and around Raleigh. So I, I live in um, Apex, is like is a suburb. Um, there's a few guys from here. There's some guys from Fuquay, um, Wake Forest, just like different towns around Raleigh. Oh, that's convenient, though. It's nice. People don't have to travel as much as that's like the classic, you know, story of hockey in America, I think, yeah. what you just said just like years later in a different version of it. But, you know, there was at one point when there wasn't a lot of, there were still teams in, in the United States, like NHL teams, but there was absolutely no amateur program that would get guys up to the point where they'd play in the NHL. Like everyone was still Canadian. And if you wanted to play, you had to drive fucking 250 miles somewhere. So it's like you relived it. Just now look at it. You know, you got multiple teams in the same city and, yeah. You're playing NHL affiliates. That's that's really exciting, man. Do you have a favorite story? Craziest thing you've ever seen during a sled game? Anything um, like that? I guess. So me personally, most recent goal I scored was a um shootout goal in the against the Colorado team I was talking about. Nice. That, that was that that first game of that California tournament. So that was really cool. Um but then there's these two guys on our team that are just crazy. They just they score all, basically all the goals for us. They just make crazy plays. It's just cool. To, it's really cool to see them like just every week in practice, but also every tournament they go to, they score a bunch. Yeah, it's always fun to have someone that you get the puck up to, and like I know this guy's gonna do something. <laughs> so don't sell yourself short. What uh, can you describe that that shootout goal for us? Yeah, I just. I just I skated it into the slot and then kind of made a turn around the circle and then when I got to the left post I just shot it over the goalie's shoulder and he didn't he didn't really move much. Yeah, those feel good. Yeah, for the hide the peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah, well, it's good to have um, all those good memories like that with with your team and with your buddies and just. Yeah, and it's cool to have uh, some some special players on your team too that you can admire along the way. And it's always nice to kind of admire a pass that you give to them. Like I said, it's an easy outlet when you go, well, I know where the right. hell this is going. 
Yeah. And the easy apple. Easy apple. The windy apple. Yeah, the windy apple. That's <laughs> someone's new nickname. I'm just not sure who yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you um you also have a podcast of your own. I do. You want to tell us about it? Yeah. Um it's called Sports Adapted and I just I uh, every episode I interview a different adaptive athlete about a, about a different adaptive sport and just kind of the positive impact that their sport has had on their on their on their life. You've had some pretty uh notable characters on, haven't you? Yeah, the um I think it was the episode before last I had Jack Wallace of the Paralympic sled hockey team on. He recently got into uh para canoe or adaptive canoeing. That's cool. Oh man. Well that would definitely help with the hockey. Yeah, your arms would be uh guys gotta have arms like tree trunks shit yeah so what prompted you to start start a podcast like that i mean i've been as i've said i've been playing hockey for you know a long time and um i've gotten the chance to try out a bunch of other adaptive sports and um through that time i've met a lot of different adaptive athletes and i just thought that uh other people would like to hear some of those stories that people had to tell that's cool. That's all. It's it's really like all about meeting people and just these chance things. And you like right now. I mean, we're lucky enough to have you reach out to us, and then bam, you have a show like this. You know, I mean, it it, it widens your audience. Yeah. You know, we're happy to bring uh bring focus through you know the three people listening to our show. <laughs> But I mean, they clearly All like, they know three people and then those three people know three people. And then like, once you get to 15, it's like the same as like a million. So it's, you know, but it's just really cool to, to spread this awareness that it is. It's, it's about who you know and who you meet along the way. Yeah. So yeah, dude, it's, it's really cool that, uh, your, your show is pretty awesome. Thank you. And, uh, for everyone out there, you know, all three of them. How might other people be able to find your podcast? What uh, platforms are you on? Yeah, so I'm on um, Spotify, Amazon Music, and um, two others. Let me. Yeah, I think I was I was able to find it. I think on Google Podcasts, and uh, I think it was, it was RSS. Oh yeah, I I have, it it's um, you can look up look it up on uh, rss.com. I believe it is is like where I upload it to. Okay. Mm-hmm. I figure if you're on Spotify, you're good because that's where I found you. Yeah, yeah. Do you have like a dream guest? You have someone that like, oh my gosh, it would be amazing to have this person on. Not at the moment. Um, Us, right? Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> right? Right? Yes. <There> <laughs> dream accomplished. <laughs> I knew that skate in the river would pay off. <laughs> that's a throwback. That's a callback. Yeah. That is a callback. Mm-hmm. Tyler, uh, this has been awesome, and it's really cool to uh, to have you on. I I think that you've done some promotion, obviously, of, of sled hockey. We have a, a page on our website called Do For A Difference that we highlight different, like, nonprofits and things like that. Are there any nonprofits that you've worked with that you want to, like, shout out and highlight? I was just looking up this Hendrickson Foundation, and that's pretty interesting. Yeah, so locally, um, so there's... The Hurricanes sled hockey team, but um, over at the coast, there's a organization called Ocean Cure. They 
you know, like adaptive surfing events that I've okay. I've done several of those. They're they're awesome. And then Bridge to Sports is uh when I started playing sled hockey I also played basketball for like a minute. Um <laughs> with the Bridge to Sports. They have wheelchair basketball and they have um they do several other different sports. Not not exactly sure what all they do. But uh Well that's cool. We can go with, with that one and um so with Ocean Cure and um the we can talk about the Hendrickson Foundation too. Yeah, so that would be that'd be really cool. Right on. Well, Tyler Jacoby, it has been an awesome pleasure. Thanks so much for reaching out and uh, it was awesome to have this finally come true after all this preparation and talking behind the scenes that we've done with you. Oh yeah, thanks for thanks for thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, anytime. So keep up the good work, man. Big fan of the show. Listen to Sports Adapted and uh, look into some, uh, I don't know, t- check out, look up online. Look at, you know, if you have a local sled hockey team, go support them. Go check it out. It's it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, they're uh, amazing athletes. Definitely put all you couch potatoes to shame. Yeah, <laughs> and it's fucking hockey. Yeah. Can't beat sure. it. Awesome. All right, but Well, you have a good one. Yeah, you too. Thanks. We want to give a big thank you to Tyler Jacoby for coming on today's podcast. Again, please visit his podcast, Sports Adapted, wherever you find your podcasts. We also want to invite you to rate and review Do For A Sharpening on your favorite listening platform. Find us on Instagram at Do For A Sharpening and visit us on the web at doforasharpening.com. Today's podcast was hosted by Eric and Dan Riley, engineered and edited by Evan Marlowe, social media by Keeley Marlowe, and the music comes from Marquette, Michigan-based Sophomore Slump. Check out this song and others on their Bandcamp page. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Why would you? Why would you?